Hey everybody, hope you're doing good today. Welcome to the PPTC Fitness Podcast. I'm sure a lot of you have been here a few times. Um, I'm Ronnie and we got Roy here with me. What's up everybody? (laughs) And today we're going to be going over some simple, simple life hacks and really fitness hacks and specifically broken down into fat loss hacks and muscle gain hacks because let's be real, when we go to the gym, we're either focused on fat loss or muscle gain, and sometimes both. So let's uh, let's get into that. And usually we go over things like from a more of a scientific perspective, and I will bring science into it, but I just wanna go over just two very, very basic hacks for both fat loss and muscle gain. And then we'll go a little more in depth on what you can do to maximize those hacks. So, um, the, the great thing about fat loss, muscle gain, and changing your body in general is that it's actually a lot less complicated than most fitness professionals or gurus or, you know, all these guys on the internet want to make you feel like it is. You know, it's, it's not as hard as it seems. And that's why we always go with this thing, you know, instead of being super strict on nutrition or diets, we try to teach you how to create a healthy relationship with food because we want to create something at PPTC where you have accountability, motivation, but really that you have something that you can sustain, that the workouts are hard enough and intense enough to push you, but that you can actually sustain them and keep coming, that you're not gonna be broken down so bad that you can only come once or twice a week, um, what, no matter what age you are or what skill level you're at. Same thing when it comes to nutrition. I want you to not have to write your calories down every single day. I want you to kind of get an idea maybe and write them down for a few weeks, but. Nobody wants to write calories down every day. So we, we got we to gotta make this a little more simple, people. It's about building a good relationship with going to the gym, being, building a good relationship with food, and being consistent with everything. And, of course, it's not easy to stick to your goals 100% of the time, but it does make it a whole lot easier if you have a good strategy or plan going forward. So let's go over to um, one specific hack that has to do with protein, and let's start with fat loss. All right, so um, if you were to lose, uh, what what is the main thing, Roy? You think for fat loss, like what do we need to do to gain to lose fat? Uh, we got to be in a calorie deficit. Yes, that's the main thing, one hundred percent. Above all else, everybody's be like, oh, you got to eat your greens and you got to do this and eat all this healthy stuff. Like, I tell you straight up, um, not that I promote it by going to fast foods or anything like that. But I'll tell you straight up right now, it's not the most healthiest way. You won't be the most shredded. But if you want to lose actual fat and weight and actually cut that midsection down, all you have to be do is be in a calorie deficit, and that's eating under your maintenance calories. Your maintenance calories you find by multiplying your body weight by um, eleven between 11 and 12, and that will give you what you burn for the day without doing anything. You know, your basal metabolic rate, what you burn at rest. So you take that number, whatever it might be, and you eat that or less. If you eat less than that, your body will burn fat without you even going to the gym because it needs whatever that amount of calories it's burning. So if you're only in taking less than what it needs, then of course you're gonna burn body fat. And you can even do that with bad eating. Like I was saying, fast food um, and things like that. Not that I promote that. Once again, I, I definitely promote healthier eating. It's going to fast track you to your goals quicker. It's going to make you look better. It's going to make you feel better above all else. But um, it is still possible to eat 
some of these not so good foods and actually lose fat. So it's, it's not as hard as one would make it seem. But the first thing we're going to talk about is fat loss. And that's why I wanted to go with the calorie deficit because we, we want to, if we're losing fat, we want to intake in a deficit. And how can we manage that? Like if you're somebody at home and just starting out this fitness journey and you're like, man, I am so hungry throughout the day or when I start eating, if I really enjoy the food, I just can't stop. I got to get more. Like I don't feel like I'm full. Uh, this hack can definitely help you. And it's super simple because I know everybody who's getting into the gym um, seriously always always comes out and goes, hey, what's what's your favorite protein shake? Like what's a good idea for this? What's a good idea for that? And of course, once leaving the gym, the protein shake isolate is the uh, quickest, well, one of the quickest, it's the second quickest um, protein that gets absorbed. It gets absorbed very quickly into your system and it's easy to break down because there's a lot of substrates taken out of the isolate protein. So I tell them, listen, isolate, 100% isolate protein, it doesn't matter what brand, but the basic, the main thing is, is that how we take it when we're trying to lose fat. So if you're trying to lose fat and you want to be, and you're having a problem with eating too much, like, man, I really can't stand those calorie deficits. Well, I would recommend that before, especially your biggest meals that you eat, like if you really enjoy lunch and you see that you eat too much at lunch, do it then. If you really enjoy dinner and you see you eat too much at dinner, do it then. Same thing for breakfast. Whichever, wherever you're going to intake, you're going to drink a protein shake before you actually eat. And it's a game changer, guys, because guess what? When you drink that protein shake, let it sit for 10, 15 minutes before you actually consume your meal. I can guarantee you that when you're done with your meal or when you get halfway through, you're going to start feeling a little bit full. And you're going to be like, wow, it's a lot different. And what's nice about having the protein shake is if you get a quality protein shake, it's mainly protein. It's like 70 to 80% protein at least, even higher than that if you're getting a really quality one. It's got twenty, usually 25 to 30 grams of protein in it, maybe two to three carbs, um, and the sodium potassium is usually around the 150 milligram to 200 milligram range, and they're usually about the same, which is great because it's a balance of potassium and sodium for your cells, and uh, so it's really good to make sure that we're able to get that in beforehand because it, it adds up some calories while filling us up because it has a lot of protein. You know, it's simple protein, but it, it, it gets the job done. Yeah. So it allows you to not eat so much going into that meal. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier to get that smaller plate, you know. We don't need to get a huge amount of, on, on our plate, you know. Exactly. It'll start cutting your portions down a little bit at a time because you'll realize that, oh, wow, I'm not as hungry as I am halfway through my plate. I'm not just destroying it, like shoving food down my throat because you're not 100% starving. You're, you actually got some food in you already. So that's actually a, a really quick hack. Now, to get more in depth on what else you can do, because sometimes, you know, people are just used to uh, certain things. You know, like people could be used to eating a certain amount of calories and it's really hard to cut down to the calories they need to. Um, they really like that sweet at night that they can't get away from, or they just find out that that protein shake, yeah, it does help, but they still find themselves wanting more food after they're done. Well, this is what I would recommend for those losing fat. Water is a huge factor in our digestive system and our bodies in general. You know, we're made up of water, basically. Meaning that 
if we fill ourselves up with water and we hydrate ourselves properly, we can really take some edge off that hunger sometimes. Sometimes you're just dehydrated and you need that water from the food. And sometimes, and it's really hard to decipher that, you know, your body just tells you, oh, my stomach, or you need something, so do this. Your, your brain is telling you that. So we have to kind of um, add the water in. If we feel like we're not getting enough or we feel like we need more even after that protein shake, my suggestion is take that protein shake, wait a good 10 minutes, and then drink 8 to 10 ounces of water. That will absorb the protein shake a little better. That will allow you to digest the protein shake a little more and get it into this, really actually get it into your system. So that will also help you be a little bit more full going into dinner, going into lunch. And that will allow you to most likely eat less once again, because that's our goal. We're having a problem. This is for people that want to lose fat and are having a problem staying within their calorie deficit. So these that's two simple, simple hacks. Because I know everybody who's getting into workouts, like I said, you're definitely looking into protein. I mean, there's not one person that has stepped foot in PPTC that doesn't look at me and go, hey, what about supplements? How, what, what's going on with protein? Like, what should I take? I don't, you know, everybody's doing it because they know, um, and, and it's so well known now that protein helps. Not maybe necessarily, you might not know why it helps or how, but you know that, oh, I need to take protein shakes in order to keep repairing my muscles. And that's all true. It's, it's very, protein is very efficient and very much needed for muscle growth, for lean, to build lean muscle, to repair, um, you know, micro tear breakdowns in your muscle tissue. It's all that factors into, or protein helps, I should say. So, yeah, so that is on the fat loss side. Now that's just strictly talking about fat loss. Now we're gonna switch up, switch the gears and let's go to muscle gain. Another simple, simple hack. So we're talking about fat loss, we should take the protein shake beforehand. Well, if you're trying to gain muscle, that means that you're trying to do what? Calorie surplus. Yeah, so now we're not in a calorie deficit, we're in a calorie surplus, which means that, that maintenance, those maintenance calories I was talking about, we're still gonna use that as our general foundation, as our general guideline, but now instead of eating under that or the same, we're gonna eat a little bit over that. It could be 50 calories, could be 100 calories, could be 200 calories over that. Whatever you can manage, that's what we're kinda of doing. And we don't want it to be five, 600, 800 calories over your you know, limit, because then you're gonna start feeling bloated and a lot of water weight's gonna rush in. Uh, other things like being fat and blood pressure going high, um, there's a lot of things that factor into that. We don't wanna grow um, our fat necessarily, but to gain muscle, we really have to, you know, increase our um, calories. We have to have a calorie surplus. It's just a fact. Now, when you're trying to build and get into a calorie surplus, a simple hack with that is when you're actually eating, you eat, finish your meal entirely, and have a protein shake on deck and drink that protein shake right after you're done with your meal. And everybody's like, man, after I'm done with a big meal, I'm full, da-da-da. Yeah, but if you're eating healthy, that means you're not eating 1,000-calorie meals every time. And maybe you're not used to eating in this little bit of a calorie surplus. So if you need that little extra help to get into that calorie surplus, drinking a protein shake right after your meal is a great substitute because it's very easy to – Choke. It's hard to keep eating when you're a little bit full. You know, there's a lot of people that need to eat in a calorie surplus, and it's really hard for them to get those. You know, last 500. Roy knows. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's like the last 500, 800 calories are brutal. Yep. 
So sometimes you need that extra two, 300 calories and a protein shake can get it done because that's at least 190, right, to 200. So a protein shake can really help you push you over that edge. And on top of that, once again, it doesn't have a lot of fillers in it. It's more clean. It's more protein than anything else. So it's actually going to be good for your body and your body could maybe regulate a little bit better, maybe break down what you just ate a little bit better. A lot of things could factor into that. But the main thing is it could help you really get to your calorie surplus. Yeah, definitely helps, man, because I know, especially me, someone like myself, that's, you know, always trying to add more weight onto me and more muscle. Um, I feel bloated really quickly, you know, because when you're trying to get on that surplus, that's the first feeling that's going <laughs> to affect you. You know, you're going to feel like, oh, no, I'm good. I don't got to keep eating. But you do, you know, and that's where the protein shake is probably the is going to be the best option because you're not going to want to you're you just ate food. You're not going to want to eat more food. So again, that then take drink your protein shake because it's just like you're drink, drinking more liquids. That's it. Exactly. 100 percent, man. 100 percent. So now let's go a little more in depth. Like I said, we have a, a simple one for each one, and then we have a little more in depth explanation. So yeah, we need to eat calorie surplus. A protein shake afterwards is great. Now let's add in one more thing. Let's say that you can't get that protein shake in after you eat. Like there's sometimes where you just left the gym, you need to go on, um, you need to go to work or you need to go do something else and you're not able to just go straight home, make yourself a meal that you need to and get into that calorie surplus or even eat a meal and then drink the protein shake. So instead, we got to kind of do it reverse. But this actually helps our muscle growth because our muscles need, if we're trying to gain muscle, we actually need extra carbs. Now, a lot of people are like, what? Carbs? Well, yeah. We don't want to intake a ton of carbs when we're actually losing fat. We want to take a little bit less carbs and protein in if we're trying to really lose fat and look shredded. But if we're trying to gain muscle and increase muscle size and increase muscle mass, protein is not readily accepted by our muscles. Our muscles need an insulin factor in order for the protein to be pushed into the muscle cell. Therefore, if you find yourself having a trouble making that weight, if you're finding yourself having a trouble getting to the calorie surplus, or if you are getting to the calorie surplus, yet you just feel bloated, you don't really feel these gains, what you need to do is you need to rearrange that eating habits a little bit. And when you eat a meal, make sure you have your protein first and then eat your carbs. And your carbs need to be in a two to one ratio to your protein, meaning that if you take a protein shake at 20 grams of protein, that means that you need to eat 40 grams of carbs to push that 20 grams into your muscle cells. And everybody's going, what? That many carbs? Yeah. Actually, yes. And yeah, you will feel a little bit of water weight come on. But you will also see an increase in muscle size because all that protein you're taking will get flooded into the muscles. And then on top of that, you'll find yourself gaining more energy. You'll find yourself feeling stronger. Yes, you're going to be more full. Yes, you might have a little bit of water weight. But if we're trying to gain muscle, this, these are some of the things we have to do. You are going to get, get a little water weight because you are, gaining, um, you are gaining size. You're gaining in weight. There's no way you can't gain some water weight while gaining in weight. What happens is you're going to get to a certain weight. Like, let's say that you're, you're 135 pounds right now, right? Let's say you wanted to get to 145. You would slowly build your calorie surplus to, until you were 145 pounds, 
and then you build it a little bit more just to get to 150 and then cut it down to a maintenance calorie that would be maintaining at 145 pounds and cut that five pounds of body fat so you can just feel lean and shredded at 145 pounds. What we don't realize is that as Americans, we want everything quick, 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 now, 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 now. Oh, I wanna watch this movie now. I wanna watch, do this now. I wanna lose this fat now. In reality, it doesn't work that way. When we, when we start doing these things, that's why I tell everybody, everybody in your family is gonna see the transition first. And then people outside of your family are gonna see the transition second. You're gonna see the transition last in your body. The transformation you're gonna see last, you see yourself in the mirror every day. You're the most critical of yourself. It's always gonna look worse to you than anybody else. So it's like, I think it's six, six weeks, everybody in your family's gonna see it. Eight weeks, the world's gonna see it. 12 weeks, you're finally gonna see it. You'll feel it when everybody starts to see it, but you're not gonna see it, okay? So, but to gain muscle, going back to gaining muscle, we need to get into this calorie surplus and we also, if we're really trying to build the most muscle mass, it's not, this is not for losing weight, this is not for losing body fat, we're talking strictly about building muscle mass, muscle gaining. So that means that we need to eat in a calorie surplus and we have to have a two to one carb to protein ratio. Plain and simple, that's the science of it. Simple hacks, guys. If you have any questions about these hacks, feel free to reach out. We're on all the social media platforms. Uh, just look up PPTC Fitness on any of them and you will find us. Um, if you have any questions moving forward other than this that you wanna hear that we haven't talked about on our podcast, or maybe we did talk about it, but you have a question about it and we didn't go into detail about your specific question, ask us. We would love to put it in a podcast or just reach out and contact you directly and answer your question. So thank you for tuning in. Um, and now we're gonna transfer over and talk about some UFC because right now we are actually recording this podcast on a Saturday that Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland are fighting. So. We will already know the winner by the time you guys listen to this podcast next week. Yeah. But we don't know the winner today, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the fights going into next weekend that you you guys will know about. So the first one, let's go. Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland. Marvin Vittori is what, ranked four? Yeah. Um, he's been he's been tearing it up recently, man. The last loss he has is to Izzy. That and a I, split I, decision I, loss. And that's actually pretty uh, pretty because yeah. I, I didn't think he was that good. I saw his last fight. Um, he tore that guy up. Yeah, he manhandled him. Yeah, he manhandled him, man. And that guy's been tearing everybody up, that Jack Hermanson guy. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy that he was just able to just, like, he went through him like butter, bro. He's like booty. He's like, yeah. oh, that's all you got, bro? Come it's on, only, the, the, That's really the only big fight on uh, today's card, basically. Booty. Yeah, everyone else is. Uh, yeah, I seen that. It's kind of like a low down card a little yeah. bit. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a fight night though, right? Exactly. Yeah, that is what's cool though. The fights are early. I'm gonna miss them though. I'm. I think I'm gonna miss the hall. Wait, if the fights are at twelve, when would the hall of fight be? Maybe two. Because we, I'm saying Riley's party. I don't yeah, know if yeah. I'm gonna be able to. Uh, My daughter turned one on last Monday, guys. So we're having a little birthday party for her. Yeah, the main event's at three. All right, all right. So, so yeah, we're probably not gonna see that. Uh, whatever. Yeah, but I, I honestly, I I really am rooting for. I, I like Kevin Holland's personality. They always call him a big mouth that he talks too much. I think it's hilarious. And on top of that, he's talking stuff. He reminds me. Of, he, he's like the next Nate Diaz. 
That's what he reminds me of. Yeah. With with less getting like Diaz likes getting beat up. He likes getting punched in the face before he likes to fight. This guy isn't gonna nah, be that yeah, way. He He's a little that. different. <laughs> yeah. Diaz but I'm talking about like the the shit talking like, hey, I'm here. What are you gonna do about let's it? Go. Like let's go. And then and then on top of that, being able to and everybody's saying, oh, he met, had a mental breakdown. I think being able to talk to somebody during a fight just showed that he was almost unconcerned that that guy couldn't hurt him. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's taking me down, but he ain't doing nothing. Like, you know, and, and that's a bad mindset for the simple fact that obviously it made him lose the fight. Like, he should have been like, nah, this guy ain't going to take me down because he's not good enough. But he didn't say that. However, he did take that guy down, and that guy's never been taken down. Did you know that? Brunson was never taken out in the UFC. Not one time. Wow. So, that, that is so yeah, and he took him down with one shot. He didn't try multiple times. It was one time, one and he took him down. One for one. Wow. Yeah. So this guy is special, man. I feel like he – did you see the weigh-ins? No. Oh, you didn't see him face off? Kevin was serious. I, I believe it, bro. Oh, nah, bro. You got to watch he's it. He's hungry for that. You got, one, nah, you got to watch Hold on. We're going to bring this up right now sure. on the gram. Is the gram going to be booty? Come on. And, and he needs to. I mean, he doesn't need to win this, but... No, he doesn't need to, but if he, he really wants to, to be taking serious, if he really wants to fight Izzy for that belt in the next two or three fights, yeah. he's got to win this. Because I think he can give people like Rob Whitaker problems, to be honest, because he's so long and lanky. That's what he screwed up Rob Whitaker in the Izzy fight. Um, so, and he throws some weird strikes, so he's really very weird. Look at this, man. Kevin's serious. Event live tomorrow on ABC number six. Nah, Marvin, the Italian dream, Vittori, Marvin's trying to be crazy just too. Watch, he don't stop staring him down though. The whole time, this guy will, like turn to the crowd and like get pumped. He's ripped too. This one's got to be He's huge. Vittori. He's like definitely way, way, way more than him in real life. Yeah, but yeah, look at him. He's just staring him down the whole time. Look, he's still staring him down. Yeah, bro, he ain't fight. I think this guy was talking mad smack. Like, yeah. oh, he ain't got nothing, da-da-da. He's like, all right, bet, I'm fighting. All right, let's see. No so I'm really interested to see what Kevin Hall comes out. I want him to slap him and be like, yeah, bitch, what? What happened? <laughs> wow, and he's, they're pretty much the same height, same age. Not the, not the reach. The reach is like 81 for Kevin yeah, and 74 crap. for, that's yeah, insane. it's literally so seven-inch reach, bro. That. Oh, wait, that's a seven-inch reach, bro. That's booty. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I... Honestly, it's a coin flip on who wins, but I want I want Kevin to win. That, like, like I wouldn't bet on it, but I want Kevin. Honestly, the odds are like a thousand. Damn. Like to favorite to Vittori. That's why he's just serious, man. Yeah. Like, so right. I really, honestly, if you had a hundred dollars to spend right now, put it on Holland because you win big yeah. if you win that if he loses or if he wins that fight. So I, I might just go ahead and bet on it today. <laughs> I don't know where to even, bro. I'm not even a betting man. Yeah. I might bet on that. Um. All right, so let's let's move forward to next weekend. We on Saturday before the UFC fights or during even the UFC fights. I'm not even sure what time it starts, but uh, uh, Jake Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Yeah. Ooh man, I, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but I really hope Jake Paul gets knocked out. I'm sure the whole world is rooting for that man. I'm pretty sure, dude. <laughs> I'm rooting for, I, and especially out of all people. That well, bad. it'll be really bad if uh, honestly. Here's here's my here's my take on it. I think that I want Jake Paul to get knocked out, but I also think it would be really bad if Ben beats him because Ben, I've seen him throw his hands, bro. It's nothing spectacular, which means that Jake Paul is talking about he's this guy and that guy. If you let this dude who doesn't really box come out and beat you, bro, just even if even if Jake Paul kicks his ass for three, four rounds and then and then loses still, that I'm gonna be like, bro, what ha what happened? Oh, 
Oh, so you can only beat up little Nate Robinson. So you can only bully the people that are booty. Yeah. That's he fought two YouTube guys that were half his size. Yeah, man. They're not even close to the same weight. Like, come on, man. And You're fighting a guy. What is Nate Robinson? Your height? 5'3"? <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, he's like 5'7". Nah, bro. He's really not. Nah, he's nah. he's Mayweather's height. I guarantee you. Well, bro, they, if he says 5'7 online, you got to at least take minus five, two. Five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so 5'5". Five, five. I'll take 5'5". Five, five. Exactly. Shoes off. Yep, exactly. <laughs> With high tops on. <laughs> And heels in it. Hey man, he was dunking, man. Well, that's what I'm. Hey, that's why he shouldn't say five seven. He should say five five. It's more impressive. Yeah. He won dunk contests actually. He didn't just. He won a dunk contest. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, multiple actually. Yeah. I think. Jumping over. So, people. but that's what he did though. He didn't fight nobody. Nate Robinson probably hasn't even fought nobody in the street. All right, and <laughs> so you you come in there and you fight a guy who's like six one, six two. Like, literally a foot taller than you. And you fight somebody that has way longer reach, weighs more than you. It's just, it's stupid to think that this guy has any kind of talent. Like, okay, once again, if you beat Ben, you're supposed to beat Ben because you say you're such a boxer. But if you don't beat Ben, like, bro, please don't ever talk about boxing again because you're just disrespectful to boxing. (laughs) I agree, man. <laughs> like, not only that, but Ben Askren, two things. Think about this. He retired two years ago. Yep. One, multiple surgeries. one more thing. Not just multiple surgeries. He literally replaced his hip. He has a fake hip. If he freaking wins this fight, I'm going to be crying like, bro. I'd, anybody who ever brings up Jake Paul to me again, I'll just laugh at him. I'm like, bro, don't. don't. Guys, it, it's, you're gassing him. Stop. Just booty. This is booty, man. I'm not doing it. Money's on Ben. Yeah, money's on exactly. I might even bet on Ben if he's a if he's an underdog, to be honest. Yeah. Just for shits and gigs. <laughs> um, all right, so the next fight, uh have it here somewhere. Oh, so that weekend we all next weekend we also have Rob Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. So who is Rob Whitaker supposed to fight? I forgot. It was supposed to be somebody else and then they dropped out. Who was it? Wasn't it? No, that was uh this matchup. Darren, yeah, Darren Till was fighting um, Vittori, yeah. Uh, uh, Rob Whitaker was fighting somebody, and they dropped out. Who the fuck was he fighting? I, I'm going to look up middleweight rankings, because there was somebody in the top row. You know? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, he was fighting Costa. Uh, he was supposed to fight Costa. Uh, and Costa dropped out, you know, drinking too much wine, probably. Too much drinking, man. Yeah, <laughs> put the ass. Can't sleep. So, Rob Whitaker versus Calvin Gaslam. You know... Kevin Gaslam actually is doing real strength and conditioning now. He's not just eating burgers and sitting on his fat ass. So I think that he comes into this one super in shape. I think he gives Rob a, a run for his money. But I think Rob, I think Rob's just slick, man. I I've think he gets it done. Fan. I've never been a fan of Robert, um, so I'm not really a big on. Kevin Why don't you like Robert? So I don't know who I don't know who to root for on that one. Why don't you like Robert? I don't really like his fighting style. <laughs> What's his fighting style? I just feel like he's, he's he drops his hands a lot. Yeah, he does drop his hands a lot. He's got a like a karate thing going. Yeah, yeah, I can't. That's that I can't mess with those like the Wonder Boy, the, the karate fighters. Like, yeah, but it's be, it's best to watch them though, because either land some nasty kick or get knocked out. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. They're asking for the yeah, they're asking for a punch to the face. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's really the only um, fight on that card too. So who do you? Well, the next fight, Jeremy Stevens and Drake Carr, Klaus or whatever. I seen Klaus fight. Um, I actually seen him get knocked out before. <laughs> But Jeremy, so that should be a brawl right there. I think Jeremy Steven knocks him out, but I, that should be a brawl. 
Yeah, anybody can knock anybody out in that yeah, fight. Yeah. That's a good fight, actually, to be honest with you. It's a really good fight. Um, who do you think wins? Who's your pick in Whitaker and Gaslam? I would say Gaslam. Really? He wow. Did, he almost beat Izzy, man. No, he didn't almost beat Izzy. That was unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous decision to Izzy, bro. That's not I, almost. Well, supposedly that was his toughest fight. Like, nah. it looked like he didn't get Nah, Izzy just lost, bro. That was his toughest fight. <laughs> Izzy lost, bro. That was definitely <laughs> his toughest division, fight. Though, Doesn't matter. It's still his toughest fight. In still. that division, that's Yeah, but fight. no, you can't say that, though, because Izzy already fought heavyweight division in kickboxing. So, no, it's not, oh, heavyweight division. Ah. No, he already fought it over two. He fought it over 240. He was in the 225-pound up division, the heavyweight division. I'm being serious. Sheesh. Yeah. So, no, he has no excuse. His excuse was him laying on the ground and not doing anything. That's all that happened. He didn't even get be- he didn't even get like crazy beat up. He just couldn't he couldn't handle the guy taking him to the ground, and that's just lack of skills on the yeah. ground. Mm-hmm. I and I think he was tired. That too. He really was. Uh, that the Blockovich fight. If you see the last takedown he had, he was like he was throwing good strikes, and then all of a sudden like he was like doing the switch shit where he would like come to the side and then like pa, and then like and then he was like real close to him and then he got taken down I'm like what are you doing do you want to get taken down like what are you doing doesn't make no sense yeah. but you're an outside fighter bros don't, don't let him touch you he's been taking you down <laughs> but hey whatever yeah. I got I honestly have Whitaker to be honest with you yeah, I think Whitaker yeah, wins um, just because of his fighting style to be honest with you I don't think Kevin I don't think Kevin gets in on him I, and and Whitaker is very sneaky bro he throws those front like uh, kicks to the fucking kneecaps like, he blew up Darren Till's knee. Yep. You know, that's why Darren Till lost, I think, in that fight. That was a great fight, but that's why I think he lost was because he got his knee blown out, basically. He had to have multiple surgeries. Yeah. But, yeah, I, th- I think Whitaker wins that fight. I think it's going to be really good, though, and I would not be surprised if Kelvin wins, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be some, oh, he just destroys him and they, someone dominates somebody the whole time. I think it's a, a random knockout or it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by no means. But yeah, guys, that's our take on the UFC fights. Um, thanks for tuning in. Whoever stayed on the podcast to listen to UFC, thank you. Um, and once again, if you have any questions on the fitness side of it, just ask us. We're all, we're all ready for it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Roy. And we'll see you next time.